get any of my intro? Do you want my computer? Here we are um, at John Arwooden High School. Let's clap that in. Uh, we've got a stories from the street. No, I lie. Stories from school. You guys are not graffiti writers, right? No. No, okay. You don't run not in yet. the street? Yes, good answer. <laughs> Although we're not here to promote graffiti necessarily. Um, so, yes, I um, captured these two young ladies because they offered to help paint the mural that we're working on at John Wooden High School. And they're too charming, and I just said, please come tell <laughs> us your stories from school and how you got here. And so I'm pointing to the the first darling one, and tell us your name. Uh, my name is Valerie Cordero. Okay. And do you have a social media account that you would like people to stalk while you talk? Um, my Instagram is 14xval, V-A-L. Okay, I what? Four, <laughs> Fourteen one four X V A L Val. Oh, X Val, cute. Okay, and you, lovely Curly, had these guys. Yeah, I can cannot wait to get the picture of the two of you. Their hair is wow. dynamic and gorgeous, and um, hopefully, you sit next to each other in the bathroom and do it. And all of that. All right, tell me your name. My name is Amaya Perdomo. Very nice. And do you have, do you, are you socially out there that you want people to go and stalk? And if not, it's fine. Uh, yeah, my, well, if you can keep up my, Instagram, <laughs> I mean, my name is for, my name for Instagram, it's uh, B-E-L-I-N-J-E-E-Z. Woo. Okay. At. <laughs> okay, great. Um, wonderful. So you guys are. I want to say you're new to Wooden, but maybe I'm new to you. I've been coming to Wooden for a while. Like I'm new to you are? Okay, good. All right. Yay. Um, okay, so first let's establish did you guys know each other before Wooden? Yes. Oh, very good. Well, tell me about that. <laughs> How did you know each other? When did this start? I met her in my history class at Cleveland. Okay. And Cleveland High School. Cleveland High School, yeah. Yeah, what year? Um, this year, the ju our junior year, the, the beginning of junior yeah, year. Yeah, beginning. So 2021. Okay. And um, I asked her if she wanted to hang out with me at lunch, and then mm -hmm. we started hanging out, and then she moved to John uh, Wooden, and then I followed her here, and then, yeah. <laughs> okay, that was way faster than I thought. <laughs> um, so you were um, naturally drawn to her? Yeah. And, and yeah, I said, so. I want to know you. I want to be your friend. From, from my perspective? <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be her story. However, from my perspective, I kind of annoyed her into being my friend. <laughs> oh, isn't that the best? Where you're like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm cool. I'm cool. You want to know me. <laughs> Uh, what did you guys see in each other? Each other, probably. <laughs> Very similarness. Um, I think we're talking about zodiac signs. Yeah. Oh, wait! You're kidding me. Are yeah. you kidding we me? Were. What sign? What? I'm a Virgo. I've got a moon in Scorpio and a Leo rising. No, 
No surprise. <laughs> what are you? I actually told her I was a Scorpio, and she tried to make me guess hers, and I said <laughs> every single zodiac sign but hers. Oh, no! <laughs> the, the problem was I kept lying about my zodiac sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait. Let me guess. Tell Wait. Don't tell me yet. There will be a minute. <laughs> and I will tell you what I think it is. So what yours is? Right. Oh, I do too. So yours is Scorpio. Yes. Okay. And um, do you know your moon and other things, or just kind of the sun sign aspects? Uh, I don't really know, but I think I have. When's your birthday? Uh, November fourteen. Okay. Two thousand twenty. Two thousand five. Oh my goodness! It's so cute. <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually met like heard those words. <laughs> okay, so in order to come from Cleveland to Wooden, what occurred? I'll let you go. Oh, because um, you're the one who like, bad came grades. over. Okay, <laughs> bad grades. Um, Wooden John R. Wooden is basically a continuation school, so coming here is basically where you're so far behind in credits where. Coming here, you can easily catch up by, like, not having to wait a whole semester to do another class where you can just go at your own pace, basically, so. Okay. Are you pacing faster than you were at Cleveland? I think it mostly depends on how much discipline you have for yourself. I don't have that much discipline for myself, so I'm, but I'm doing okay now. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, um, I have, I don't believe in the word discipline. <laughs> I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I think we all have whatever it takes to get the job done. And sometimes we don't care or aren't focused on our intention around that thing that we have to complete. It's not procrastinating. It's attention and intention. I have no intention on doing well in that class. Great. Guess what? You're going to not. <laughs> But w but you came over here with the intention for what? To graduate, hopefully. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I, I know that for me, if I don't have discipline, then I will fall apart at school. <laughs> like, okay. I just won't do anything. Intention, intention is important, but for me, it's really easy to lose motivation. So. Do you forget what you want? Is that... I don't forget what I want. I actually think that it's really easy for me to get what I want like in life actually so you're not challenged enough yet or is it not <laughs> like can you not see the the reason for your work um or are you so far <laughs> ahead of that in your future brain that you're like oh my god do I have to actually do this to get there because I already know where I'm going and what I'm gonna do is that I part think of it so kind of I I do already know where I'm going in life and the and problem is when you see something as kind of unnecessary you don't really focus on it and if school's that thing then it's really putting me behind so got it got it well None of that sounds like procrastination to me, but um, where are you going? How do you know? Um, um, and go ahead. You can turn that oh, to sorry. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, make yourself you. comfortable. <laughs> um, I plan to be a tattoo artist or start my apprenticeship when I'm 18, 18 at least. I've been doing art like all of my life. Okay. So I'm pretty confident in that. I have a lot of faith in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're wondering why, why you have to know 
history or <laughs> or English or something. Most of the stuff that we're learning in school is going to be unnecessary. I do think that some of the things that we learn in school is necess- like good to know, you know? Mm-hmm. And But for me personally, sometimes the stuff just like, it's too much. <laughs> too much what? Too much. What do you mean? Especially with like math. Everybody hates math. Uh-huh. And um, not everybody, but some people. <laughs> <like me. laughs> I, I actually think of math like gymnastics. And, and like gymnastics is you, you have to learn how to stretch. You have to learn how to bend. You have to learn a, how to do a back bend. And then you have to like make that back bend turn into a flip. And, and like all of that adds on to each other. And then you have to practice it. Mm-hmm. And like that to me is algebra and geometry in a nutshell. Well, yeah, but I, I'm like, you're still, like, yeah, but I'm still, still like what do you have? Math. Are you, you know what? That's funny that you say that because, um, there was a student from the school that I love dearly who I mentored and, um, one summer she stayed with us and shout out to Sway. Um, she stayed with us and uh at my house and she was over 18 so it was fine but um she was doing algebra one and isn't that your algebra teacher right there isn't that yes yes (laughs) right yeah he's walking past um and so it was the first week of algebra one that i was trying to work with her on and i seriously thought she might be special needs Cause I was like, what, 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 how do you, <laughs> and then I looked at her and I was like, Sway, it's multiplication. And she's like, I don't know how to multiply. And I was just like, oh my God, like you're supposed to learn that in third grade, fourth grade, you know? And she's like, I don't know what to tell you. And at that moment I was so fucking mad at Ellie Unified for like letting her go like fuck them fuck them for letting any of you slip through the cracks without knowing the basics in math so that when you get to algebra you're like oh I just like do a backbend and then a backflip because I already know how to and now I've just got to do a routine and they have not fucking done their job to make math fun Flash forward, she got an A in math. And then she went and did algebra two and geometry. And we fell in love with math. And we fell in love with Khan Academy on YouTube, which is your friend if you don't (laughs) know about Khan Academy. So that is one of your stories from school. Like, we developed these, this is fucking stupid. I don't need this. I don't want this. I want what I want because I know I can do that. It, I think it's uh, difficult for some people because everyone at school is learning the same thing and everyone has their own individual needs. Yeah. For me, I don't see myself as a math person. I'm very much more an English person, mm-hmm. I think. I like English a lot better. And But uh, there is so much math and art. 
Yes. So much math. It's I'm going to run into it eventually, so. <laughs> so let's teach you how to multiply and then divide and then do fractions and then you're going to be on your way and you're cuz I can already see the brightness in your eyes where you're like I got this in the things that you got. I want you to feel like that in all of those areas and that's why they give you these foundational things so that you are equal to every single high schooler out there you know all the same shit why because that makes everybody who went to high school smarter and then you can just fly from there into your future but without that you're going to you'll you'll have holes where everybody else doesn't of knowledge of the past or mostly the past right like science is like everything that came before us had science so you know if you understand like how did that happen how you know that's the past history is the past yeah, etc the the sucky thing like you said some people do slip through the cracks and yeah yeah even and we're all taught the like same thing and you you i can already tell both of you guys are a students without knowing that you're a <laughs> students and you probably haven't gotten a bunch of a's <laughs> right? Yeah. <probably>. <laughs> so <laughs> you had bad grades. What about you? Yeah. Um, I think the entire time at Cleveland, I had almost all my classes failing. Okay. Yeah. So how did, the, how did they let you become a junior then? Well, there was like a few classes that I would pass, like, like, we had six classes, and I would probably pass, like, two of them or three, like, every year, but I would fail, like, a lot because I think most of the problem was I never really went to school or, like, I never, when I was there, I wasn't, like, there. Like, I wouldn't really understand anything they were talking about. Right. Because I think when you go to, like, a public high school like that, there's so many kids there. So, like, if you're sleeping, no one will, like, notice, and they're not going to wake you up and be like, listen, or, like, they're not going to, like, individually come to every single student and try to help them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing thing I like about John Wooden, mm-hmm. because every class is, like, ten, nine kids. So uh, the teacher will come to every single kid and be like, like, let me see what you're doing. Like, do you need help? And I think that's, like, better for, like, certain people who need that. So you don't sleep through class here? No, because if, like, you have five kids in one class and one of them sleeping, you're going to see it right away. You're going to be like, hey, get up. So you need to walk around life with five people so that you don't (laughs) fall asleep. (laughs) I think it's because in math, I never really understood it because... Like of the saying, 33 yeah. people. Uh, how who, you were saying yeah. about multiplication, I didn't, like, learn multiplication to, like, middle school because um, since I switched schools, like, in elementary, like, a couple, um, some schools were really behind on things and some schools were really ahead. And I got kind of, like, in the middle and I never, like, skipped a bunch of things that I never learned. Well, okay, go back. You said you went to multiple elementary schools? Yes, yeah. and that's when you so learned. Tell me that. Yeah, that's Tell me you, about that. That's when I you know learn. what it is. <laughs> Tell me about your life. That's when you learn like <laughs> multiplications. So um, I went to Plummer Elementary and I felt like they weren't teaching you yet. You went to where? Plummer Plum- Elementary. Plummer. Yeah. That was your first one? Yeah. From kindergarten? Um. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and um, and there, it was what? a good school. Like that was my favorite school, but I felt like 
when I went to Winneka Elementary, they were like ahead, like very ahead on a lot of stuff. So what, I kind of what like, made you go? Oh, we moved from Panorama to Northridge. Okay. So when I came to Northridge for fifth grade, I um, I went well the end of fourth grade to fifth grade, and in Winneka they're kind of like ahead. So like they were already finished with like multiplication and division, and I never really got to it. So I was like, Why didn't they hold you back? Um, I don't know. <laughs> they, <laughs> Why didn't they test you? Why didn't they know? You don't know, but when that guy, you have know. a kid, you <laughs> let slip through the cracks. But no I don't know. I guess I would. Oh, am I too close? <laughs> <laughs> I was do, like, I don't know. I guess like I kind of just would. I don't know. <laughs> went through, and when I went to this school, Ivy are Brown, you good faking? Um, I guess so. If I like, <laughs> were you faking or were you like <laughs> saying know. that it wasn't important? You know that that pattern of like I don't understand. Seems too hard to even ask. It's, I won't, it won't matter. And you just mm. sort of let yourself disappear from yeah. being somebody who needs help. I mean, in fifth grade, I was like 10 or nine. So I guess I didn't really like, I was like, okay, as long as I pass, you know. And then when I went to the school, um, Ivy Bound Academy is next to um So why did you Jordan. go there? Um, I w- applied for Sutter. And then my sister, she went to Sutter, and she moved to Ivy. That's Sutter is the junior high, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade? Yeah. So when my sister moved to Ivy, I followed her there. Okay. And um, I think that school was, like, John Wooden's, like, very small. Yeah. So there I, like, caught up, kind of, in math. They taught you? Yeah. But uh-huh. not, like, too much, because I was really bad at paying attention. <laughs> and then, yeah. So then when I went to Cleveland, it kind of, like, fell back again, and I stopped, like, going and stuff and then corona like first off my sophomore yeah. year i like didn't really do anything yeah you guys have been in the middle of it all haven't you in high school <laughs> like it's been more than two it's been two years hasn't it like your freshman year and your sophomore year or was it your yeah. the, it, the end of your freshman year mm, it was like in june end of freshman year end of freshman year and then it was all of last all year of and that was time. all meant to be on Zoom yeah. from Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't do that well, much. I would be, I would log in, and sometimes I'd listen, but it's like kind of hard to like listen when it's like super early and like you don't have to turn your camera on or anything like that. So it's kind of like oh, oh god, what? I hated teaching you guys without <laughs> your cameras on I was like, so much. Ah, like- <laughs> oh, it was like. All I wanted was the ceiling at least, but some <laughs> some indication that you're physically there. Oh my God, it, it drove would, me up the wall. It would be kind of hard to be like, why am I even here? Like they wouldn't know if I was not here. So it's kind of like, right? yeah, so sometimes I would be like, I'll just log in so I could mark that I'm there. But sometimes there'll be places like the mall or whatever. And I'll just have on my phone that like I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and now the, the, you, you're feeling the impact of that. Or mm-hmm. are you just happy to be here? Like, well, you know what I mean? I think a lot of my friends, they're, um, they were feeling, like, really bad where they were still freshmen, like, and they're supposed to be juniors. And I felt kind of like I was still a junior. Like, my credits were enough to be a junior, but I was still, like, really, like, behind, barely a junior. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I have to, like, change, like, that. And um, I think when I went into junior year at Cleveland, I thought, like, okay, this is the year I'm going to do better. Uh-huh. And I think for a few of my classes, I was. But I think it was, like, kind of hard to, like, keep up so much. I don't know why it was just, like, so hard at Cleveland. 
But when I came here, I felt like it was so much easier. Like they, I finished the work and they gave me something else. And then it was just like at my own pace. Like I could go, like, I think um, I'm going way faster here than I was at Cleveland. Like, like the process yeah. actually helped you yeah, I here. Think, yeah, I think I'm moving more faster here than I was at Cleveland. I feel like I was, was taking like so long. Like we would have a project for like an entire week. And I was like, okay, I want to do something else now. And here I could just like finish it. And they'll give me something else. And I finished that. And I just moved faster. Are you, do you have any attention deficit? Like hyperactivity or any of that? Um, Do you know? I think I might because, I don't know. I, it's easily really, distracted. Yeah, like I easily wanted to like do something else. Like I get tired of things really fast. That tells me you're very creative as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a question about, did you find yourself not going to school very often? Or were, was your attendance okay? Um, my attendance was terrible. Okay. <laughs> so tell me, you guys... I am, I am curious. In public schools, how how do kids get away with not going to school? Who is not getting <laughs> mad? Well, for me, before I actually transferred here from Riverside. Oh, uh, wow! Did you move? Yeah. Okay. I moved here like um, earlier this year, actually. What? So, like, I actually just what? started going to Cleveland, and then what? I came here. <laughs> what? So, so you, like, three you used to live schools. in River. Oh my gosh! Right <laughs> in like two years. So whoa! And is that from your like? Why did you move? What happened? Um, that was like a whole family thing with my mom. She divorced my stepdad, so mm -hmm. we ended up moving out here, closer to uh, my grandpa and aunt. So yeah, on your mom's side. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and mm, just going to school, getting away with that. It was online, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> it was online. Got, yeah. got it. Got it. Your high, your high school stuff was online. Yeah, understood. Um, and your mom's life is probably such that she, like, there wasn't a focus on uh, how you were doing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like uh, during COVID, I spent most of my days alone. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, I, I think I was like in a slump. Honestly, I was just doing nothing all day I think <laughs> a little depressed and, probably <laughs> probably and everything just like went by so fast and I ended up here so I wow. guess things work out but how <laughs> did you even get to Cleveland like what what made that happen I wasn't actually supposed to go to Cleveland first my transcripts from my old school came late so they just sent me to Cleveland because that's my home school. And who? Your your mom sent you to Cleveland? or um, My mom didn't want me to go to Cleveland. She actually wanted me to go straight away to a, continu to a continuation school. But since Cleveland was my home school in the area that I live, uh -huh. I just went there. Got it. Yeah. And and then found your way over here. You're yeah. like, fuck it. When, when How do I do it? <laughs> when they finally got my transcripts and they like saw... I'm They're like, we can't help here. you. <laughs> yeah, but it was literally like that. They could not, I just couldn't catch up fast enough at Cleveland. I yeah. Can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how was that? How were those conversations? Like, how did they leave you guys feeling? Like, were they, did they, was there an empowered feeling of coming over here? Was there a, a, like, what, how did, how how did that go? I think for me, it felt like a fresh start to like, because I think um, at Cleveland, um, at Cleveland, Amaya was like one of like the only like okay friends I had that wasn't really like doing like 
bad things every day. She was like at least trying to get back back in her um, work. So I was like, okay, that's like the kind of person I want to be around who's like actually trying. So when she moved over here, I was like, okay, that's like, that's actually a really good idea for me too. So I came over here too, and it felt like you know a fresh start. Like within, since she was new to Northridge, I felt like okay, like she's my fresh start. So like right, right. Yeah. Oh, that is the sweetest thing. So Cleveland had some kids doing some stuff that, um, like didn't get them sent here but got them into other activities that were yeah scarier yeah i think um a lot of kids i'm saying scary you <laughs> didn't say scary i'm uh-huh. just assuming but um a lot of people i hung out with weren't like the best but i think um a lot of them like moved to like other continuation schools so uh-huh. a lot of them did like end up like going really behind where they couldn't catch up at cleveland no more got and it. some of them are like were like me that they did like really bad things but they were okay like they were barely a junior or sometimes like they were sophomores so they wanted to stay at Cleveland so they can continue like doing whatever they want but like yeah. you know because they could be there and for me like I could still be at Cleveland but I thought like I kind of want to like be like where I'm supposed to be and like John like John Wooden is like where like you know where that felt right yeah. it's funny because I'm I'm still looking at both of you going like I just see so much um, glory in you guys. And and I wonder where not doing well, how that sits with who you know yourself to be. You know what I mean? Like, like how it doesn't, like either does or doesn't fit. Like what's your view of you? I think I felt like I had um, a lot of people around me, like family, friends that were, weren't were doing like the best things or kind of like falling on the wrong path. So I felt like, like you know, that's all I like was around. So I felt like that was like who I was. Yeah. And so I met people like, um, like Amaya and like other friends who like are kind of like, they're, they're more than that. And I kind of felt like, okay, this is like who I like to be around. Like they're funnier and fun. Like they could be, like happy and do things without having to do like other things. Yeah. Did you know that um, it's known that intelligence, no, sorry. It's known that humor is a sign of, of high level intelligence. And Maya's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in I her. To say I'm not funny. <laughs> I can see it in you, young lady. Um, so when you say, that you want to be a tattoo artist what did you what do you see about that that attracts you and lights you up for you like what or is it something that you saw a lifestyle that you saw is it a like where where did that come into your view um i at first i actually wanted to be an architect but i can't do math so oh, do you know what I'm gonna t- I, I have to tell you this <laughs> I really do so my niece has said those exact words oh right she's 20 she hasn't gone to college yet she was in high school during the end of COVID and, or the beginning of COVID and everything her high school was ending then and she hasn't done college yet but we went on a college tour um to my college that I went to um I went to University of Michigan, in Michigan, obviously, and um, and I 
got a degree in art there, right? So we went to the art department and the architecture department. We went upstairs to the architecture. One of my best friends went there in architecture. And I heard her say those words and I'm like, okay, we're going to go find a student and talk to them. We found two kids sitting um, during COVID doing their homework, right? And I just boldly walked up and embarrassed the crap out of my niece. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, can you guys tell me about math and architecture? Because this person doesn't think she can be an architect because she can't do math. And they looked at me, they both were like, what? No, we let the engineers do the math. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, no. And if you, in and like, the math we do is with a calculator. Like, they were just like, what? <laughs> like, we don't know what you're saying. Math is, no, we're not good at math either. So there. Well, I, I guess I just don't I'm just have a lot of faith well, your mom. <laughs> in my mind. Well, you probably don't have a lot of exposure to the truth. Probably. About stuff like that. Yet, yeah. Right? And it's and so you got exposure to um to like keep going. So you thought architecture. Why um, why that? Were you just attracted to shape? I was I, I like architecture to be honest like honestly i play like minecraft on my phone and just yeah, build yeah. houses <laughs> yeah <laughs> just to like relax a little bit minecraft and build houses you know and i love that <laughs> oh my god um but uh for some reason uh a lot of careers like doctors my mom's a nurse so that was another career path i thought about but mm -hmm. i really wanted to integrate art somewhere into what I want to do in my daily life forever honestly mm -hmm. and some way that I could still make a living and there are other things other than being a tattoo artist but I guess I was just attracted to needles and ink I guess mm -hmm. okay <laughs> so, so like my mom works with needles and <laughs> oh, uh, well, there's that's a connection. Yeah, I guess I am providing some sort of medical care in a way, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> some wellness, some all of that. And I'm not trying to um, like talk you out of doing tattooing. What I <laughs> what, <laughs> what I find with um, that path for people sometimes especially kids who've done graffiti in the street is that in in a in a career no first of all you can make all the money in the world be a tattoo artist you can have a great life same thing with cosmetology you know doing people's hair doing people's makeup facials estheticians like all of those all of those um professions you have the hustle, you have the, the, the skills you've got, you know, the, the clientele, like all of that. It's a great life. No doubt about it. And, um, and it takes a certain amount of education and all of that in tattooing. There's a, a range in that as well. And my hope what, what it doesn't require is that you go to like art school or get art underneath you for you to get a gun in your hand. <laughs> I, 
a tattoo gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but be careful because this valley is has got some danger in it when it comes to that, from what I remember. But but not always. Um, anyway, back to and that that sounds judgy and it's not. It really is that's there was a tattoo artist that got killed in front of his place and that's all I remember. Just don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm stumbling over here. Maura. Anyway, I love it when tattoo artists also get a lot of art underneath them and I, and I get worried when I hear young people want to go in that direction before they even know like, or have taken ceramics or have gone into any kind of design or gone into any kind of printmaking or like things that will light you up also, you know? And so I'm like, it's too obvious to go do that right now, but do that. And I I have, I have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I respect your opinion. <laughs> Um, I have actually dabbled in a lot of different art forms like ceramics, not printmaking. Yet, yeah, yeah. But um, and I have gone to art classes, but uh, and I do think that I will not be a tattoo artist for the rest of my life. Is that right? You, yeah, yeah. It's a con- well, it's, it's one of those things that you can do for your whole life too, which is a cool. There, thing there are a lot of like- problems that aren't talked about though. Like, if, if you think about it you're a tattoo artist and you're tattooing people for hours a day every day your back problems arthritis all of that yeah yeah and it's not really a career that people like continue when they're like really old i guess well from what i think <laughs> yeah you might be right about that and i think i've seen people do tattooing in tandem with other work that they do as well like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i'm a photographer but I, I say, like, I get paid to be a photographer, but I've never made photography my life income. But I get paid all the time to do it, you know? So it's... it's anyway. That's uh, having, like, multiple sources of income. Yeah. 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 That's something I'd like to do, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gig economy and, and being creative like that is um, a surefire way to stay yeah. employable. you know and stuff like that um okay so so and and there's you know all the community college in the whole wide world that you can get classes from i know for free and yeah stuff like that so um so you guys both have what like a whole year to stay here and keep going at wooden is that like another year of credits is that how it's going or um i think for me i think i would just want to catch up like completely for my junior year and maybe go back to public school so i could um go to like prom and graduate on stage and stuff yeah but i might be i wouldn't for like the rest of this year maybe a little bit of senior year just because i like it here but i still want to like you know experience those things in high school like football games and prom and stuff like that we had a prom for <laughs> continuation high schoolers yeah I feel like, that, I feel like that's kind of awkward because it's so small right <laughs> it was a it was combined with um zane gray and john R. Wooden, and it was small there were probably yeah it was small no doubt about it was it awkward 
It, no, no, not at all. No, I was just going to say, but I think they loved it. Um, we got a bunch of pretty high-end dresses donated also, and we had, everybody had corsages and a DJ and all that. It wasn't here. We went, we had it at a venue. Um, and we had uh, people catered food and, uh, you know, it was somebody's parents did all the food for us and stuff but um no no doubt about it those things are a blast yeah they really are and and if you can go like keep the momentum of yourself that you have right now and know like no I can actually do this stuff when I have one-on-one help like that's where you go and you demand that of your teachers and like in college, the thing that's different about high school is that you are paying that teacher's bill. You're paying their salary. And so you can, like, your job is to go get that education from them and to, like, make them sit with you. And in, in, and if you want to extrapolate, your mom is paying or your dad is paying or your family members or the taxpayers are paying those teachers to not let you slide for, through the cracks and it's your like if you can go there senior year and go like i will not let them let me slide through the cracks and just sit with them yeah i think that's why here i'm trying to finish all my like main um course classes yeah so i could like have most electives at cleveland oh how fun so, yeah. would that be <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i like um the teachers here better at John Wooden because I feel like every single teacher here is so like nice and they have like a lot of patience. I feel like these teachers have like well, and they've all been teaching kids who are in your your mindset, you know, like the credit recovery, but also the like the craving that one on one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like the ask I like the help I ask here. I feel like I would never be able to ask it at Cleveland, not because the teachers would be like no, just because they would like. I don't know. I feel like it's more like when there's like so much students and like you're asking them to the teacher to come back to your table like four times. It's kind of like, you know, the teacher's like, like walking across the room. It's like, right. They're not going to want to do that. And, um, but they will meet with you after school. Yeah, they, they will. And I think that's what also I like about John Wooden because we get out like at one thirty six. So if I like need help, I could stay like a lot longer after school too. Right. Right. Nice. Yay. What about, what else? What What's your hope and dream? And are you, do you think you're going to be here in um, Reseda like for a while? No. <laughs> tell me. Um. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to tell you, I know exactly what I'm doing. I, exactly. I am going from here to there and I'm driving. Are you driving? Are you guys driving? Are Not you? Yet. Okay. No. I so actually no. just turned 16, like. November. So. Oh, you're <laughs> little. She's so little. It's kind of weird because like a lot of my friends, like Amaya and like Maya, they're like turning 17 already, like December. Like a lot of them are, and I'm like, what? I just turned. 16. Okay, Capricorn. <laughs> no. Like, no way. You're a Sag. <laughs> oh, I suck. I would never have gotten that. I, know. I never no, have no. gotten that. I no. Totally no. I, I like guessed every single sign until I got to Sagittarius. I totally forgot if that was a sign. That's Where's your snarky wit where's your your little snappy jabs i'm holding back ah! 
But even though she like when she did guess my sign correctly, I still said no. Oh, just, like, there. Mess with her. Yeah, I just said exactly. <laughs> I was like so determined. She was a uh, Taurus. I was like, I was so convinced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aries was floating for yeah, me, too. Me too. Aries, yeah. I thought yeah. Aries, too. I was like, you I, I rat. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love Aries, though. I'm big on astrology. I love astrology. <laughs> What's your, do you know your moon and your? Yes. Okay, I know what my is, whole chart. Tell me. <laughs> yes, I want to know. Um, I'm a Sagittarius sun, a Pisces moon, and a Gemini rising. Oh, my God. You are six people. No, five. 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 For sure. Um, it's oh my God, Gemini! <laughs> the, oh, awesome! That's your thirst for knowledge, right there. Yeah, the uh, the sign of Sagittarius is all about knowledge. So, yeah. oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, and I know Gemini's are talkative, communicative, but they, they and they can take it. They yeah. can take it all. That's, right? I, I think that's pretty good to have as a rising sign. It's well, if you under, understand astrology, it's. Um, very big mutable energy in my big three yeah all of them are mutable signs and yeah. having gemini as you're rising that's how you out to the world yeah. yeah so i think that's a pretty good well <laughs> so i have now i have to ask this and you probably already are aware of it how are you how do you manage all of the intuition and um messages that you get without being able to stop them because we can't when we're intuitive um how do you manage for knowing so much about other people this is scary because i always know like what my mom is thinking about <laughs> strangely and um like I'll bring up something on the, or it'll like, happen with like for, anybody. Do I know this about you? Have we <laughs> talked about this? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> Go on. Um, uh, even with, I've had like about three people, three or four people this year tell me that I've been in their dreams or whatever. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> you're you, omni. I don't know why you're just omni. You're all over. <laughs> you're, you're it's, a, I, I don't know. It's expansive. Strange, but, uh, it's, I, I don't want to seem like crazy, but I do think that I do know some things about people without them like saying or whatever, or maybe I'm just paying attention when nobody else is. You have, you literally, that's, I asked the question on purpose based on what you told me of your sun signs. Like you're, you couldn't, like I'm holding my hands behind my back, <laughs> signaling you couldn't be more open to the universe you are getting and and it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> yeah do you um do you ever have to so you told that's, me that you were alone that's where the isolation comes from right when you give a lot of or get a lot of energy from other people you really need to wind down after that and isolation is like one of the it's not a good outlet honestly and that's why putting more of feelings like depression into creativity is a better outlet than isolating yourself i mm -hmm. found recently and i'm still learning to implement it in my when i feel those things so yeah but isolation yeah i think that's a big thing for anybody who gets a lot of other people's energy yeah yeah i think you're right about that it it it's not positive unless you're isolating while doing 
you know, like yeah. isolating while writing or isolating while for some reason I just said in my head said mosaicing. On <laughs> I have no idea why, but on, um, like, on my sweater right now actually. Um I have well you can barely see it, but show me. I have the word flow state and <laughs> Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very uh, good. If you if you know what that is, that's I like do. you're in like yeah. the state of mind where you're yeah, but yeah. I've I use time to tell me <laughs> if I'm in flow state. Like my my yep. my phone will say like one two three four or one one one. Of course, <laughs> eleven eleven. Numbers. But yeah, sometimes angel numbers. Sometimes just what I call perfect time, where it's like six o'clock or yeah. six thirty or you know. But anyway, what <laughs> it, what are your signs of flow state? Um, I have my. I have my birth time and my birth time is 4 or 4 p.m. So I use like fours. Anytime. I love it. Yeah. I love having four or four. I think I'm an eight's a great yeah. number too. Yeah, eight too. It adds up to eight. Yep. Yeah. Do you know your numerology? Yes. My life path number? Yeah. 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 Life path eight. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's so good. Yay. I love it. Mine's a four. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's fun to get into your pinnacles and all yep. of your different things <laughs> like that. I've been to a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to, when, when we're given information that doesn't fit a linear world, yeah. like when you know that it's not just only this, Yeah. you know, yeah. where it's like, that just doesn't give enough information. Oh my God. I could get so weird about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you're in good company. <laughs> my family oh my goes crazy. I actually have a folder on my laptop, desktop, that says McLaughlin Family Woo Woo. And oh, it's wow. where I have downloaded everybody's birth charts, put them in the folder. My aunt does that. <laughs> my, fam it. my family's like into spirituality like that so my aunt has like a whole folder with all of our birth charts and my mom's into it too she oh that's fantastic cards. oh my god i love <laughs> i oh. read tarot too so yeah, oh of course <laughs> and angel cards and yep. all yes oh my or goddess cards are they either both oracle something like that yeah um yeah does she read you sometimes and it kind of scares me because she like my other friends too like she kind of like says like my friend um her current she said like a lot of things like about him that she knew from his astrology and it really freaked him out so he told me and i it really freaked me out because i've been knowing him since like middle school so i know all these things about him and we barely knew her so i was like <laughs> well, i was like dang like how does she even know that oh my gosh so, yeah i think um Amaya, she's one of like the most people i know that knows about like everything of like <laughs> astrology like she knows everything and like and she can probably handle a lot of, of I don't want to say it like this, but I'm going to say it like this, and I don't mean it like this, a lot of secrets. You can probably yes. take people's secrets, yeah. right? Yeah, and it took me like a week to like for her to tell me her, her sign. So like, <laughs> like me trying to guess her sign. Like, well, no, what I mean is she can handle your secrets. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like she can handle your truth. Mm -hmm. I would bet. Yeah. yeah, but also you have room and capacity to, like, hear people's stories and to hold their trauma, if you will, even um, maybe not, <laughs> not in turn, right? Right? Yeah. 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 
I think it kind so of over here it'll be seventy five dollars after. <laughs> where <it's laughs> um, what were you gonna say? I think it kind of scares me sometimes that she's gonna be able to like read like something big about me, like like my like I don't know my deepest secret or something. She's just gonna like know it because. <laughs> have you have you guys watched Lucifer? on netflix Hell? yeah <laughs> what what do you desire <laughs> tell me everything but that's why i you know your deepest secrets or who you are or where you're headed like i see that all over you guys right now and and it so aligns with like vibrant you know quality but like, I don't know. I'm I'm just I, maybe I'm a little overly charmed by how how your hair is matching and you're like, but yours is curly and yours is tight and tight curlies and all of that. Like, what a great like partnership in friendship and stuff. And a part of me was like, don't leave her. Don't go back to Cleveland. Stay. It was meant to be. It was, right? You guys may have a soul agreement that you are, you know, just meant to be right here together on this little podcast at this moment in time. Um, so I interrupted you about, uh, you said, I said, are you going to be in um, Reseda for oh, a while? And you're like, nope. About that. <laughs> oh, nope. yeah, nope. <laughs> um, I am... My, me, my mom, and my brother are actually planning on moving again uh, around March, February, sometime around. Did you tell her? Time. Yeah, she knows. Okay. I'm very <laughs> I'll probably follow her wherever she goes. Ah! <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because uh, we're living in an apartment right now, and before that we lived in a house, so we want to live in a house again. So it might not be in this area, though. If we can find a house in this area, that'd be great, but... Not very likely. Okay. Um, and why in the middle of the year? I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I am moving according to their schedules because... Because that's how it goes right minor. now. <laughs> I'm a minor still. I'm just a kid, Mora. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I did uh, live like in a... In Belize for a while too. What? Yeah. Bury the lead. That's exciting. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted. Uh, I, I want to know <laughs> that that led you here. How did you get there? Uh, <laughs> I, I I lived there for like two years. Um, when I was like nine or eight, and I did go to school there too for a while. It's not that I was a good student there, but probably because I had like. American education before I went there. Yeah. But um, there was corporal puni punishment. Like, whoa. I didn't get hit only once. <laughs> whoa. Only once. But <laughs> I wasn't a bad student, but like, I saw like some things that kind of like made me not, made me more tolerable to things that would be shock shocking. Gave you a context for it. Yeah. I, I think I've had a lot of experiences in my life that have really made me tolerable to a lot of things <laughs> in a good way good and bad <laughs> yeah because I'm like wait don't be tolerant of bad things good and bad but I also have a lot of 
more confidence now to to assert my boundaries. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. I think that our um zeitgeist or our social construct and also context. Thank God for thing and I know this sounds weird to say it like this, but thank God for me too. Thank God for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Thank God for Trump. Fuck him in every <laughs> sense of the word. But I mean, nothing pleasurable. All the bad things of the word. <laughs> oh <my God>. I know. <laughs> but, but like it brought forth a dialogue. I was reminded of when the Me Too movement really got into the height of it. And you guys were very young, really, like probably... 13, 14, when it, when, when it was really being talked about. And prior to that, it, it reminded me of when gay people were trying to say we're normal and, and like had not the, the American public had no context for understanding difference or something that has happened to you. And so I felt like, like the, the, the gay, you know, LGBTQ movements created context. And then when Me Too came out, like our muscle for understanding, like, oh, we're going to be hearing a bunch of stories. We've got to hold our hands and hold this context. And and same with, you know, the, the tragedies that have happened recently with Black Lives Matters and, and the whole history of that have created all of these wells where people can go like, yes, I understand it now. Yes, I see it in everywhere, you know, as opposed to it never was talked about. It never was acknowledged. It always was there. It was, you know, just sort of boundaried out and othered out. And like, it's so much more inclusive now. It's like, of course, tell me your story. You know, like... I want to know what came with you to hear because it's, it's way too much to hold and to carry and to even like bury or any of that. So yay. And boundaries are, I wish we didn't have to have any set because I don't want anyone to feel like they need to block for something, you know? Um, and I think we'll get there too, to where people have room to be able to, the people who perpetrate or to who cross boundaries can go get help before they need to cross boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, the, let that be said, you know, like, let's, let's grow good boys. Let's grow good girls, you know. I uh, saw a thing, I think on like TikTok, honestly, the other day, where it was a mom talking about her son. She found something in his room, but she notified his drug counselor and he doesn't do drugs, but he has one. And I think it's really n nice to like for anybody, honestly, even if they don't have those type of problems to still see one to get pre to prevent things from happening before they happen. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, good on the mom. Is that what you're saying? Like, I think I think so. Yeah, because not a lot of parents would do that. They don't see it as necessary, and then their kids fall into that trap. But 
So they might have seen, was it a vape or something? Uh, no, it was a uh, alcohol bottle. Yeah, oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's insidious. Those are scary times. I, I went through a lot with my daughter. Um, and, uh, I you know, I know there was some strife here today also that happened. I don't know what the details of the morning were. I don't know if you, you don't know. Um, well, someone, a student told, uh, I think, a teacher to fuck off. And... Um, and what I learned when my daughter was going through all the stuff that she was going through. And I now know that like, if a student is heated enough to want to say that I'm on the student side, like something's going on that we're not seeing. And it's always usually the adult who's like, you don't get to wrong me like that. It's like, well, what, what was going on? Like, the, why would a student have to get that mad right now? And what triggered them or whatever? But I know that's not in direct relation to what you're talking about with with the parent checking the kid and, like, caring. Um, but it it's, it's similar. There's something that I learned also about, because I probably didn't check her early enough, and she was saying things like that to me and to other people. Like she was just an angry girl. It turns out, you know, there's ample reason for that, that I, that was hidden from me for a long time. But that's the whole point. Like this kid probably has something hidden. The kid who had, was holding a bottle probably has a whole story about the friend that they were hiding the bottle for, you know, and all of that. And I learned that the kids, you guys are the ones who are, we need as adults to be like absolutely tuned into like what's going on for you. And cause you guys know, you guys are way smarter than we are. <laughs> I think. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think the story does relate in a way because um, authority is usually the first thing implemented when a child does something wrong and that just gives them fear mm -hmm. in, in their mind and when they do something wrong they're just going to be scared again and try to avoid you. Right, and they lose think, an yeah. adult figure. Yeah, so I think communication is very important in like a parental relationship just talking about your feelings how you feel about why what where when whatever and i do that with my mom now we had problems in the past but i made i made the your effort. mom misbehaved no i think i think we both had problems and it just like clashed with each other and created more problems but uh i took the i think i took the lead more to um, communicate with her about why I was feeling what I was feeling, you know, and try to get what I needed out yeah. of that relationship. And it's helped a lot. And there's still a long way to go, but progress is progress. Totally. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. Yeah. My, my kids have taught me everything. I wouldn't be here right now talking about any of this without them without their stumbles and their falls and all of that so um remember that when you feel maybe not even listened to 
you know, like, like you can feel a little righteous about like, you don't even fucking know what you're missing from me then. Like, great. You don't want to talk to me right now. You want to punish me? Oh, that's what it was. I, I, I did learn to not punish when my kids got in trouble at school, you know, or something like that. Like my daughter got sent home four times the final time she was kicked out, but four times suspended. And, you know, my, my Midwest family would be a little bit like, well, you're going to ground her. Right. You know? And I was like, no, like that fucking sucks to be suspended. Like that sucks. I can't like have it be compounded at home then. Like she's already got the gauntlet thrown at school. So what you you're like I got suspended. <laughs> I think um, for other parents like my mom she has five kids so and well I'm not saying like all of us are bad but there's only a few good ones so when they're all like kind of like not doing good it's kind of hard to be like okay like let me talk to you okay let me come back and talk to you and like when my brother he wasn't doing I'm doing so good and then I would like get suspended from school she would just like totally losing like you know but I think with my mom she never did like um punish us like too bad like she would um because she couldn't like take my phone or anything like that because she like my brother had paid for my phone or like I got it from like a friend like like an old trap phone (laughs) (laughs) but so she couldn't really like do anything but I think it's because um since like her kids were like acting out because like um, she was going through a lot, and then we were going through a lot, and it was kind of hard to be like, okay, like, tell me, like, how you're feeling. I'll tell you how I'm feeling. So right. It was, was kind of Everybody like, was avoiding yeah. how everyone felt. Everyone, I think everyone <laughs> was just avoiding everything, and, Ugh. yeah, I think now, I think we're all doing okay. I think my brother, he went um, to rehab in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's doing better. I'm not sure, but, because, like, <laughs> he's all the way in Oregon. But, and my sister, she is um, graduating this year at... From high school? High school, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of, like, a big thing since not a lot of people in my family, like, graduate. Yeah. Yeah, my mom and dad are both um, dropouts, so it was kind of, like, a big thing for her to graduate. So that's why it's, like... I have a young, the one of like the best, I, I think, of my siblings. Like, no offense, any of them are listening, <laughs> but um, I have a younger sibling. Uh, her name is Delilah, and she goes to Ivy and Brown right now, and she's like a totally a student. And we're like, how, like, how did this happen? Like, where did, she, like, where did this come from? <laughs> she's like, I thrive in chaos. <laughs> Give it to me. What's her sun sign? She's, oh, I don't know her sun sign, but her. Oh come on, when's her birthday? birthday? <laughs> right? Oh, that's a sun sign. Sorry, <laughs> uh, she's a Pisces. Oh, yeah, okay. I know all their signs. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a Pisces. She's doing good though. And I have like a way younger one. She's like little, but yeah, I think I don't know. I think like the ones that are doing the best who were like um, didn't grow up with my dad, and I feel like that has something to do with it. Yeah, because could. they're, they're yeah. doing good and like it's also when the chaos. How old were you when the chaos came? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. majority of the chaos. I think um, my older sister, she she does pretty good too. She's never been like totally bad. Like she had some issues, but she's I think she's the one who did really good. I think the most ones that had like a lot of like problem who did like a lot of like bad stuff were me and my brother. But I think it's just we re- like all reacted to like trauma different. Like we all like like expressed it different. And um, 
Sorry, what was your but question? But you had it. <laughs> but you had trauma that you yeah. were reacting to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think, like, for me, it was just I was always, like, very angry. But I never, like, I don't know, cussed anyone out. I just, like, re like did things to make myself, like, less angry. Like, just, like, reacted different. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, my brother, he went to, like, other stuff to, like, help cope. cope. Yeah, and yeah. I think none of us, like, did the right thing to cope. And, like, even my sister, even though she was doing good, she wasn't coping in right ways either. Yeah. So it was, like, none of us knew how. Or your mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, she was not <laughs> coping in right ways either. But she was trying, you know, like, because it was, like, it's, like, hard to, like, lose, like, someone you were married to for so long. So it's, like, you know, how do I even cope with this? And I think we're all we're all just trying to, like, cope at one point, And it was just a mess. And it's, like, hard to, like, what, raise wh what do you mean? Did your dad die? Um, or did she so, divorce? Wait, I. one of you said divorce. Which one? Uh, me. You did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stepdad. Yeah. Okay, go. Uh, for me, my dad was very, like, an aggressive drunk. Like, his whole life he was very, like, aggressive and drunk, drank a lot. And he got arrested for, like, like hitting my mom one time. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't work at schools anymore because of that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but he was in my life for, like, growing up. Like, he worked a lot, so he wasn't really, like... Well, my mom was a nurse at one point, so he was, like, home, but he would never be home. So it was it was weird. It was a weird situation. Both of your moms are nurses. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. My mom's a Scorpio, too. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my mom is actually a Leo. And my dad's Leo, too. Oh, so, Jesus. Yeah, a little they, fire in the oh, house. It was very... It got I mean, very I don't know if Leos are fire. Are they? Uh, is that yes, fine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, then I, I was right. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, for my dad, he had a heart condition when I was, like, four. And he had to get, like, I don't know what he had to get, but he had to take um, blood thinner pills. And he had to take a lot of different kind of pills. And towards, like, the end, like, when I was, like, towards, like, you know, when my sisters were, like, growing up, he never took any pill. He never liked to take his pills. And he drank a lot still. So that didn't mix well. So he got a stroke. And he lost, like to move his mouth and like his face and he would just like drip with like saliva he couldn't like move or anything like that and we had him at home and then he moved we ha we kept him now he's um here like like at my house and he has a room what yeah what yeah and he still is like even though he doesn't drink anymore he's still very like aggressive and like isn't Angry. appreciative of like my mom like even though he put her through so much she's still like like, like he has a tube that he eat through. Like she still like does all of everything for him. Everything she does for him, and he still like tells her like to get out. That he doesn't want to see her, and like he can't talk, but he like does his hand things. And yeah, but I think for my youngest siblings, they got like the less of him, and I think like that was probably better. Whoa. But my younger sister is the one. She has like a lot of behavioral issues. And I think it has a lot to do with, like, everything that she... Because she was really attached to my mom. So whenever things were, like, what happened, she was always, like, right there. Yeah. And I feel like that affected her a lot. She saw a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, my other sister, she... I feel like she has a lot, but she's very, like, to herself. She doesn't like to tell us anything. Yeah. And my older sister, like, because of everything, she gets, like, really, really bad anxiety attacks. Like, for, like, little things that trigger and she'll just, like, start crying and panicking. Totally. And, like, yeah, she probably lived around a lot of danger. Mm -hmm. she, I think At, she definitely You know, did. close in danger. Since we're like only a year apart, I think it's good like that I have her because we 
went through yeah, like, you guys everything go, together. Yep. We've like everything she's been through. Do you like, know that that, that is a, that is a, a known truth that if you have one other person to go through it with, your your chances of survival, like mm-hmm. literal survival and yeah. mental survival are like tenfold. I Better. think that's what, like, helped me go through, like, a lot of things that I went through. Because she was always, like, there. Like I went to every school I went to. Like, she was there. Like, if I was, like, in trouble at school, like, they'll call her, too. Like, she was right. always, like, that, like, right there. So I feel like that helped me, like, really was able to talk to someone about it because she went through it, too. Yeah. But that's a lot. Do you know that there, like, that there's no fucking way you could be doing well in school? Yeah, it's just like you're moving around a lot and you have like... And you live with trauma at home. Like, yeah. and what, probably when your dad was gone was mm-hmm. a release. Yeah, I think definitely, I feel like when he wasn't there, like, I feel bad saying this, but I feel like it was a lot like everyone was kind of like lighter, you know? Like, when he yeah. was there, he would like open the door and everyone would like flinch and everyone yeah, would like... Yeah, that's walking on eggshells. That's yeah. an abusive... Like, you guys should look those things up. They're real mm-hmm. impacts on... The survivors of that like real (laughs) impacts so you just you guys you guys just follow each other and go away (laughs) just leave (laughs) go find your future i i do know um about wait (laughs) the trauma i do know about the um and ptsd look into that uh yeah 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 I, i i have before um because uh i did my stepdad he was abusive too uh i don't know he was a cancer. Well, that's he probably like home. He yeah, needed yeah, yeah. his home to his be home. his home and yeah, his castle. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a yeah. It's a big thing with and you trauma. did nothing but still got the wrath or whatever. I'm sure learned. Um, I, my side of it was more emotional abuse, but I didn't get it like as bad as my mom but abuse is abuse yeah yeah and i don't think that i had like another person to share my pain with as much right but i'm like four different people in one exactly (laughs) well i was just gonna say and you're super fucking intuitive so now you've just got the energy (laughs) of the home inside you i talk to myself and yeah you know the the conversation goes back and forth and I figure out a solution. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you my daughter is, um, had, has, um, complex PTSD and, and, um, has epileptic seizures from it and she's working that out and stuff like that. And, um, one of her, uh, acupuncturists actually taught her how to, um, a- recognize the trauma in your the trauma that you've had mm-hmm. assign something that represents that to you sometimes it's an actual object right like let's say you got hit and let's say you got hit with something like a stick that stick sticks around that area that it hits knows it like you, your body holds trauma. Yep. And mm-hmm. you can meditate it and and take the that trauma out and take it away from you and release it. And um and your your signs for that are where are you not well? 
or where are you like where is something trying to get your attention you know like oh head why are you trying to get my attention or oh well often our head is just boomerang looping a story or some kind of something you know when you get a headache or something like that but anyway so I encourage you guys to look into those things because you've got <laughs> stuff to release that's, from your body it's funny that you mentioned that you know about it already uh I talked to my mom about this and we think that in a past life, our roles were switched and I was her mom. Well, wait, I just said, <laughs> so your mom I misbehaved actually, and you were the daughter, yeah? I actually taught my mom on how to release trauma from her body. Good. <laughs> from Good. The thing with like self-isolation, you tend to look into a lot of different things. So I know a lot of, I don't know a lot, but I know- You're a, learning- Some things about many of- different topics and one of- <sighs> that was one of the things that I learned and I it's not a quick process no it takes time years years <laughs> yeah. years and it takes that it's not a loud process it takes listening yeah I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness bless you thank you <laughs> and that is um listening is a quiet time and you, you, we don't get quiet time, but you did in your <laughs> isolation. But yeah, and there's, you know, our our ego resides in our. To me, for me, it resides in my head, and my my id and my intuition is all in my. It's, it's either in my gut or it's a voice coming from the very back of my head, yeah. and it's very quiet, and it's always positive and always knows the answer. And my ego dances in front of me and tries to get my attention. Is very cool and will try and get me in trouble or I make I, me show. I don't think having an ego is a bad thing, but I, for me personally, I think of my ego as like a child. And sometimes, uh, I think I do have a bit of uh, attachment to people, and when I lose them, I just want to hold on to them. I realize that, and. Um, when I see myself making up scenarios in my head with people and I'm like having conversations in my head with people and going places with people and it's not really happening. That person's not really there. I have to like snap out of it and tell myself, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, I think honestly, sorry, I was following that. Like that was real. Cause I do that too. <laughs> but I, I honestly think that's just time travel and different lives that we're living with these people imagination i think for me it could be yeah yeah i mean have you ever shared that with the people that you're doing that with um (laughs) (laughs) um not really because it's usually people that i like brad pitt are kind of at a distance from me it could be people in like my daily life honestly but that are like i don't know it's just somebody that i can't really get as close as i want to to and i I delude myself with fantasies about them. Okay. I encourage you to actually not use negative words about that. <laughs> really? Oh, Why? for sure. Why? Well, first of all, um, so many layers of why what my answer is i'm like uh first of all um i don't believe we're here to be negative to ourselves i don't believe we are um misguided Mm. when we are not making something up yeah 
like when you were given it, like, I don't believe, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't believe that you said, hey, brain, let's tell a story that's fake to me <laughs> about this relationship I'm having with this person. Okay, here, little person, we're doing this together and we're doing that. Like, that's role play, that's silliness, that's kid, that's inventive. And that might be a little fantasy inside the invention, you know, because you're going outside of it. But if you're given these things, thoughts and you're not playing them they are just there and you are writing with them and you're like oh we're best friends i didn't even like i don't even know you and i know we're best friends and we've gone to movies together those are like positive type of fantasies i'm talking about like fantasies where you have when you're infatuated with a person okay I can yeah. I can beat you on that as well. <laughs> really? Oh okay. heck yeah. Well, it's for me it's like if you're asking like your tarot cards a question and it gives you like no. But you're like, "No, that's not what I wanted to hear." And you keep doing it until mm. you get a yes. It's not really a yes. If you put that you want that out there so much, you're going to get like the fantasy in your head, but it's not really what's happening. Like it's a bit hard to c- explain, but no, I'm following that. For I- me, for me, in my experience, I don't think all what I think is bad. Some of it might be messages, but some of it, I know that I'm trying to convince myself that this person likes me the way that I like them. Mm. That's what I think. <laughs> so there's two things I would say about that. One is ask your brain yeah. in that moment, like when you get the wrong answer. You know, you're like, I wanted a yes, not a no. Um, You can ask yourself like, okay, ego, why do you, what do you need? Like, why are you desperate for this? And you'll hear some kind of answer from somewhere just to find out, like see (laughs) what kind of insight you might have. Right. Um, The other is I have listened so closely to so many of those little moments because I do it too. And in my 58 years, I have been given actual proof that years later, that what I thought and then told myself I was wrong about, I was right about. And I've been told that, like, years later. Well, I don't have... Like you don't have that, that year. You don't I have don't that have yet. That. I know. So I know. know You've got some time. Yeah. yeah. I also think that who you're attracted to, they're attracted to you. <laughs> I really do. I really, really, really believe that. I think sometimes, um, like, doing that, like, making fantasies about someone in your head, like, oh, okay, like, they, well, if they're negative or positive, I think um, sometimes, like, with me, I would keep, like, negative people around me still because in my head, I make up, like, stories, like, oh, they're better now, like, they changed, they did this, we did this together, um, they did this for me, like, they're not, and then I forget who they are, like, they're not that person that I'm making up for them in my interesting head. Yeah. So, yeah i think that's why it's also well there's that like then we tease out some survival like survival tactics that you have when you live with chaos mm. and you have to make the chaos people around you um make sense yeah and then you get good at doing that to the outside world too and like making sense of like, oh, they couldn't have met, they couldn't, they're not that. 
they're yeah. they're not that mean. Not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because because if you were seeing your family members for who they really were, you wouldn't be living there. <laughs> yeah, I think it, as a as a sentient being, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like no one wants to live in a home of abuse. But you have to. So you think it's better to like live in your head than see who they really are? No, I think you just know what I'm saying is you, where you create that muscle of doing that is mm -hmm. in your home where you've had to do and create that oh. muscle to be able to survive in your home. So you might exercise that muscle in the outside world and you're right to question if that's good for you. Uh -huh. Like... And, and I think we all know the answer, so, like, it's all here, and it's all here. Here is where it messes with you, but these two yeah. places, if you can get some lessons from, or listening from that, and be able to trust that. I very much agree. I think I have a very strong gut, but also a very sensitive one. I have stomach aches like every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised you don't have Virgo in you. you I do. You speak, well, um, you, you've got tons of it. Well, do you know about the houses? Mm-hmm. I mean uh, a little, but uh, yeah. I uh, mean The sixth house, which is ruled by Virgo, I have a lot of my personal planets there. So okay. I guess. Good. It still works. Oh, oh, this, <laughs> oh, the, yes. Okay, I hear you. you know the houses, you know I mean? yes. <laughs> and, and you can have things in yes, that house. Yes. yes. I have a lot in my first and second house. That's oh, why I'm yeah, wow. um, Virgo and Scorpio. I happen to have a bunch of. Um, yeah, no, you're you've Virgos gut also. Yeah, I, I, I have Virgos in my family, but they're kind of but like the stomach ache version. Yeah, of the gut. but but uh, we drive from my to, experience to with the gut. Them, they're kind of mental. Kind of mental. 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 Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Do I not qualify? <laughs> what, what are their moons? What are their horizons? <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Um, moving on. Okay. No. <laughs> like dissing every zodiac sign on here. <laughs> exactly right. Fuck those Aries. <laughs> uh, well, um, stomach aches. We, we can talk about um, you guys are a delight you guys are like absolute joy like <laughs> fucking rock this world and um, and yeah yeah you already know what you need to do the doing is the hardest part yes. right um, awesome so I know our architect over here who um, is a brilliant tattoo artist what about you <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, I'm not really sure what I want to do yet because there's, I've tried, I went to a lot of art classes where um, outside of school and in my middle school, they had art and art class. So I, I've been in like, and at Cleveland, I had um, graphic art. And so I know what I want to do is something with art, but I've done like, I painted, I've done like so much things with art that I'm not really sure like what like what also with um like hair and stuff like that I feel like that's kind of like a, like art you know like of course it is yes. yeah and also like doing like nail tech like I've tried out like almost every well not everything I've tried out a lot of things that's why I'm not sure because everything I've tried I really enjoyed so I'm not sure which one what path I want to take yet 
but um, I know I don't want to do graphic art though. <laughs> like on the computer, like I really hated that one. But I know everything else, like um, mural art. Like I have a lot of family around me too from my dad's side who are good artists. Like I have a cousin, she does face paint and mural art. And I have a cousin, his who? name is Anthony. Um, he does, He he's a really like good tattoo artist that he's done like a famous TikToker's tattoo. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, my cousin, though, who does a mural and she does face paint, her name's um, Adiana. And she's really good at what she What's does. What's her Instagram? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> top of my head. But okay. yeah, they like, I don't know, like, I think um, for me, I would want to go, um, would want to do mural art or go to beauty school or something like that or mm-hmm. have like, a career like work at a salon but have like a lot of other things like I also really like to like design clothes so that's something I really wanted to do but I'm not sure yet I think I just want to have like every job honestly you you <laughs> think you just want to have a what like every job like a main job oh, but do oh. everything else on the side like sell paintings and do like everything else whoa <laughs> well um there's lots of paths there and lots of ways you can go about that there's fit down mm-hmm. Fashion Institute. There's uh, even Pierce has a wonderful art program. Like all, you could just go and take all their art classes. And um, but there, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> you guys just have to get out of high school now. Um, but yeah, okay. I hear that and I see that in you. Um, so yay. Uh, okay. Well, um, I guess we're done. Wait, we've talked for an hour and 24 minutes and 53 seconds. We did it. Um, So let's clap us out. Yay. Yay, Yay, girly girls. I love this. Um, Thank you. Yeah, thank Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Bye. Hey, guys. I'm so glad you listened to Immersed in Art. We really want you to know how valuable your stories are and would love to hear them so please let us know hit us up on any of the socials or uh, you can email us at graffiti at gmail and just let us know and we'll get you on the phone or in person when we can and grab your stories Um, anything from stories from the streets stories from school if you're a mentor or a master tell us how you do it or a this or that story what happens when you make art and what happens when you're told that you can't uh i want to let you guys know that we got a wonderful grant and so we're kind of sponsored for 2021 by the water buffalo kids a wonderful organization in los angeles who helps nonprofits like us who help underserved communities and young people in all facets. And they also helped us get a grant from City National Bank. Shout out to City National. So we officially have two sponsors for this podcast, and we are very grateful for that. Your stories are important, and we want to share them with the world. Take charge this year, and yeah, let's make some art. Change some lives.